Hi, I'm Gilbert. I'm one of the pastors at Victory, and I'm the president of Every Nation Philippines. We're committed to plant churches, reach campuses, and bring the gospel to the nations. I hope this message inspires you to honor God and make disciples. We're in a series called Miracles, and where we're letting Christ be known through His miracles. And you have to understand, Christianity is founded on the miracles of the virgin birth, the incarnation, and the resurrection. That's how we understand and know Christ, is through the miracles of the virgin birth, the incarnation, and the resurrection. Ang ibig sabihin po nun, miracles are intrinsic to Christianity. Um, di ko alam, Tagalogin yung intrinsic. Very it's part, it's part of the nature of Christianity, which is why we can expect God to work miracles in our lives. There is no Christianity kung walang miracles. Miracles is not something we hope for or we wish for. Miracles is something we expect in our lives because we worship a miracle-working God. If you have your Bibles, we're in John chapter 9 now. Turn to chapter 9, verses 1 to 7. Medyo mahaba ang chapter 9. So medyo lalaktaw-laktaw tayo ng koonte, and then ikakwento na lang natin yung mga details in between. Chapter 9, verse 1. Speaking about Jesus, as he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, so that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud and said to him, Go! Wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Holy Spirit, we submit to you this morning. We thank you for your presence that's with us. Bless the preaching and the teaching of the word. We ask that you renew our minds, transform our hearts, and shape our lives into the image of Christ. So that's John chapter 9 na po tayo ngayon. Okay, the last two Sundays, we were in John chapter 6. So a little bit of a review. John chapter 6, you could say, was when the ministry of Jesus peaked. Okay, yun yung the best of the best na nung ministry ni Jesus. I mean, crowds followed him wherever he went. Literally, the Bible says, in the thousands. Imagine in your thousands of crowds followed Jesus up a mountain, by boat, across the sea. Hindi na nga nila iniisip, gano'ng katagal ba ito? Gano'ng ba kalayo ba ito? Hindi nila iniisip, may baon ba tayo? May pera ba tayo? Basta sunod lang sila ng sunod kay Jesus Christ. Jesus was so powerful, the Bible says in chapter 6, they were going to make Him king by force. Pipilitin nila si Jesus maging, uh, maging king. So, think about that for a few seconds. Lahat ng mga leader ngayon, Ang primary concern nila is how to gain enough popular support para ma-elect sila or para maging king nga sila. Jesus didn't have to do that. The people, the Jews were ready to revolt. Sabi ng Bible, by force, ready sila mag-revolt 
para maiupo si Jesus as King of Israel. It was the best reception that Jesus or any person could ever hope for. But it all went downhill from there. Jesus did something very strange. Lalo na sa panahon natin ngayon na digital age, where diba, it's the number of followers, the number of views, the number of likes, yun yung currency ng influence ngayon. Eh. By those standards, Jesus committed political suicide. He sabotaged his own popularity. Jesus canceled himself. Alam niyo, paano ginawa ni Jesus? Kinall out niya yung mga crowds. Eh, sumusunod lang naman kayo kasi gusto niyo ng libreng pagkain. Eh. And then he revealed himself as the bread of life. Nagulat yung, nagulantang yung mga tao. Cannibalism na ba yung sinasabi ni Jesus Christ? And so literally, I'm not exaggerating, thousands of his disciples, the Bible called them disciples, chapter 6, verse 66, 666, okay? Thousands of his disciples abandoned, offend. And so they left Jesus Christ. So think about this. King nga, di ba? They wanted to make him king. Now, after Jesus offended them, sabi sa chapter 6, I'm using the words of the Bible, they grumbled by verse 15, gagawin siyang king, by verse 40, they were grumbling, minaliit nila si Jesus Christ, they were disputing, they were offended, and then they turned back. They turned away from Jesus Christ. So imagine, from more than 5,000 followers, not counting women and children, say mo ng 7, 8,000, in one day, Jesus reduced His disciples to 12. 7 to 8,000 in one day naging 12. Para na lang ginawa nating senior pastor ng Victory Guinness si Jesus Christ. Pag preach ni Jesus ng Sunday, by man- Monday morning, ang natira isang victory group na lang. That's the equivalent of what Jesus Christ did. Pag nangyari ngayon yun, how would leaders today react, you think? Mga leader, leader natin. Pag ganun, from 7,000 naging 12, how would leaders today react? You know what? Jesus did not make a public apology. He did not take back what He said. He did not pull down His post. Hindi niya hinabol yung thousands of followers na nawala. And so from here on, the early fascination and excitement with Jesus' teaching and, and miracles turned into anger, into hatred, and into hostility. Ngayon, fear na. Dati, everyone wanted to follow Jesus. Now, there was fear among the Jews of being associated with Jesus because now, Jesus became a target. Target na siya. To the point where by the end of chapter 8, they were read, they ganged up on Jesus, inipit nila siya sa temple, and they were about to stone him and kill him. Okay? Ganun kabilis, nagbago yung faith ni Jesus from chapter 6 to chapter 8. But you know what? The crowd got one thing right. They understood that Jesus was a king. It's just that they wanted to make him king in the image of their needs. Into the image in other words, they weren't following Jesus. They were following their needs. 
So long as Jesus met their needs, so long as busog sila, so long as happy sila, good kami ni Jesus. As soon as they were offended by the teachings of Jesus, wala na. Goodbye. They were gone. Okay? And so first point I want to leave with you this morning, when our needs become our goal, we remake God into our image. Ginagawa natin siyang genie. Parang kay Aladdin. Alam mo yun? Yung pagkailangan mo lang, edi, ang tawag dyan, anihin mo yung lampara, irab mo yung lampara. Pag di mo siya kailangan, adya ka lang, adya ka lang sa lampara, adya ka lang sa tabi. Okay? That now brings us into chapter 9, the text that we just read. So, kakaiwas lang ni Jesus na stone sa temple by leaving the temple and on his way out, nakita niya yung blind man. And because the man was blind from birth, hindi naman siya nabulag eh. He was blind from the womb. Inassume agad ng disciples, ah, either nagkasala siya sa womb, I don't know how that's possible, or yung magulang niya. In other words, this guy is punished because he sinned from the womb or his parents. Now, first century Jerusalem was a very small economy. There was no social structure. So the blind people or the invalid automatically became beggars. They couldn't work. So the disciples, so used to poverty and suffering, nung nakita nila yung blind man, imbis na tulungan, ginawang case study. Kasalanan ba niya? O kasalanan ng magulang niya? And to be honest, that's the challenge we all face. Living in a developing nation like the Philippines, masyado na tayo nagiging familiar with the suffering and the poverty around us that we miss the opportunities to be used by God to work His works. So Jesus immediately made a distinction. Sabi ni Jesus, well, di niya sinabi, pero basically He was saying, all sin leads to suffering. Whether it's our personal sin or our, our fallenness as humanity, that always leads to suffering. But not all of suffering is because of sin. The point is, whether our fault or other people's fault, Jesus is our Savior and our Deliverer. We can go to God, whatever challenges or trouble we're facing right now, whatever miracle that we need, financial, physical, relational, we can go to Christ. The question of suffering is not sambagaling yan. The question of suffering is, where does it lead us to? Does it lead us to look within ourselves? Does it lead us to expect from others outside? Or does it lead us to Jesus Christ Himself? That's why Jesus connected the man's blindness to the work of God. Sabi ni Jesus in verse 4, we must work the works of God. I love that phrase. Bago yan. Sa John 9 ko lang na We must work the works of God while there is time. Especially in places like the Philippines and in times of great suffering like the pandemic, we need to work the works of God. The opportunities to point people to God are magnified in times and places of great suffering. So where we are now, John chapter 9, was in the latter stage of Jesus' ministry already. So alam na ni Jesus, he knew that the cross was going to happen sooner than later. 
So what did Jesus do with the limited time He had? He worked the works of God. Sabi niya, we must work the works of Him who sent me while it is day. Notice, Jesus didn't say, I must work the works of God. Sabi ni Jesus, we must work the works of God. We, including Jesus, we, including the 12 disciples, we, including you and I today. Now, we can, what's the word? Parang assume, yun, that where this happened was in the man's neighborhood. Kasi bulag naman siya, he cannot go very far, right? Now, the pool of Siloam was in the southeast of the city. This means, at the mere word of Jesus, sabi niya, go, wash in the pool of Siloam. The man left and obeyed. Imagine, remember, bulag siya. So, di ko lang, baka may baston siya, parang, in his eyes and sa mukha niya. So can you imagine, um, it wasn't probably too far, but I'm sure to him, it felt like 10 kilometers just to get to the pool. But at the mere words of Jesus, he obeyed. He was desperate. He went, he washed, and he got his healing. Now all of us have needs. Rich or poor, educated, uneducated, young or old. Some of our needs are more basic. Food, shelter, clothing. Some of us covered na yung basic, but we still need a sense of identity, of purpose, of belonging. Whatever it is that we need, our needs are designed to point us to our true need, which is a spiritual need, our need for God. And if I can leave one point with all of you this morning, lahat tayo may pangangailangan, but always remember, our needs point us to our spiritual need for God. Some people try to resolve that need from within. Some people try to resolve that need from outside. But the point is, our needs should point us always to Jesus Christ who will save us and deliver us. Our physical needs remind us that apart from Him, we are nothing. That apart from His blessings and His favor and His goodness, life is unbearable. Whatever station we are at in life, meron pong gap in our souls that only Jesus can fill. Okay, verse 13. Medyo laktaw tayo ng konti. And so they, meaning the neighbors, bumalik kasi si, nung nahil siya, balik siya ngayon dun sa tirahan niya. They, the neighbors, brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now, it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. So the Pharisees again asked him how he had received his sight. And he said to them, He put mud on my eyes and I washed and I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such things? And there was a division among them. So they again said to the blind man, What do you say about him, since he has opened your eyes? The man said, He is a prophet. So the man washed, he got healed, balik siya sa neighborhood niya. Yung mga kapitbahay, ito naman siya lumaki. 
they've known him all his life, except in the first century society, hindi naman siya makalayo kasi nga, bulag. Malamang nga sila yung nagsusupport sa kanya ng pera or pagkain, dahil bulag siya. All of a sudden, in the verses prior that we didn't read, hindi nila, they couldn't recognize the blind. Ikaw ba talaga yan? Ikaw ba yan? Ako, ako, ako nga to, na-heal na ako, ganyan. But they couldn't believe it. Why? Because the man was so transformed. Kahit naman makita siya, hindi magbabago yung mukha niya. But they couldn't recognize him because the grace and the glory of God was now upon the man. So the man testified to them about Jesus. First time, not the first time. He pointed his neighbors to Jesus by saying, The man called Jesus healed me. Eh, sobrang confused yung mga neighbors. Paano mangyayari yun? So di nila nila siya doon sa Pharisees. Pag-explain nga sa amin, paano nangyayari yun? Eh, bulag yan. Ngayon nakakita. Di namin siya makilala. So the Pharisees asked him, What happened? So again, he testified about Jesus the second time. Sabi niya sa Pharisees, Jesus made me see he is a prophet. Na-divide yung Pharisees. Nag-away-away sila. They questioned the man if he was even blind in the first. Talaga bang bulag ka dati? E sinner yung si Jesus. How can he heal you? Sinner siya. And then pinatawag yung magulang. Nung blind, tawagin mo yung magulang mo. Dating yung parents. Talaga bang bulag siya dati? When they confirmed that he was, pinatawag na naman yung bulag. Alika, alika ulit dito. Explain mo ulit sa amin. The man preached to the Pharisees a third time. Sabi niya, one thing I know, I was blind, but now I see. Do you also want to become his disciples? Sabi niya dun sa Pharisees. The Pharisees were so furious. Galit na galit. They cast him out of the temple. So think about this. In the course of being interrogated, questioned, accused, judged, and condemned, the blind man preached about Jesus Christ three times. In the face of opposition and persecution, the man kept pointing the Pharisees, he kept pointing his neighbors, he kept pointing his parents to Jesus Christ. Verses 35 to 41. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe, and worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, we see, your guilt remains. This was the great tragedy of the Pharisees. They added about 1,500 petty and trivial rules to the original law that God gave to Moses. Those rules were important to them because it fed their need for prestige. And those rules created a religious hierarchy where they sat on top. So, important sa kanila yung rules na yun. The problem with the rules, naalala ko nga bigla, kailangan nyo ba si Pastor Edgar? I heard mag-preach siya mamayang 5 o'clock. 
Kabatch ko si Pastor Edgar. Ka, anyway, kabarkado kayo since high school. Sabay kaming graduate. Hindi ka ba yung sabay pala? Una pala ako. Para pag-graduate niya ng high school, HRM yun, nagtrabaho sa siya Shangri-La. Tapos kinukwento niya sa amin, meron silang client one time na Jew. Okay? I guess, di ko alam. Sa, sa ano eh, mukhang VIP room yung kinuha. Nung Sabbath day, bawal siya gumalaw. Kailangan nakahiga lang siya sa kama. So, tatawag siya sa telepono, paki-on nga yung ilaw. So, akit naman si Pastor Edgar, i-on yung ilaw. Okay din, okay. Pagdating sa gabi, paki-patay nga yung ilaw. So, akit naman si Pastor Edgar para patayin yung ilaw. Pero okay lang kasi malaki daw mag-tip. Okay? Pero hindi ko alam, eh, paano siyang gumamit ng telepono? Eh, di ba, bawal din dapat yun, di ba? So, anyway, so, yun nga. The problem with their rules was that it wasn't from God, it was man-made. Napaka-oppressive. In fact, the way they set up their rules, ha? Kaya, sa galit, kaya sila galit kay Jesus, nagkasala si Jesus Christ according to their rules. Uh, he worked, quote-unquote, He worked on the Sabbath. He healed a man on the Sabbath. He needed, ano, need not, N-E-E-D, need meaning K-N-E-A-D. Ano ba sa Tagalog, darling, yung need? Minasa, nagmasa siya, yung laway niya tsaka yung putik, pinaghalo niya para maging ano. So kasalanan daw yon And then, inanoint niya yung mata nung ano. So on three counts, nagkasala si Jesus Christ. So in the minds of the Pharisees, eh, you broke our rules three times. Paano ka magiging God? Sinner ka. So twice, they called Jesus Christ a sinner. Verses 16 and 24. Now, kung sinner si Jesus hindi niya kaya mag-perform ng miracle. Kung hindi niya kaya mag-perform ng miracle, hindi na heal yung bulag. Kung hindi na heal yung bulag, eh, hindi naman pala siya bulag to begin with. Kung hindi siya bulag to begin with, eh di sinungaling din siya at makasalanan din siya kagaya ni Jesus Christ. So, can you see how twisted the narrative and, and the thinking of the Pharisees became again because of the pride in their hearts? Here was a great miracle from God. They should have been celebrating with everyone, rejoicing with a blind man, worshiping God. Here was one of them. Kilala naman nila tong blind man ito. All his life, nag, na, namumulubi siya. Ang tawag doon, na, namamali mo siya doon sa lugar na yan. They've known him. Now, he sees, now may buhay na siya, now may future na siya. What was the reaction of the Pharisees? They were angry, they were uh, hostile, they were offended, and they judged Jesus and the man. See, when we place our needs above God, we are blinded from the truth. Again, lahat tayo may pangangailangan. Normal lang may mga ilangan. But when we place our needs above Jesus and God, we become blind from the truth. Jesus used the miracle of the healing of the blind to teach them a spiritual truth. Again, our physical needs, and again, we all have needs, always should point us to our spiritual need for God. The Pharisees were those, according to Jesus, who claim to see. Okay? In their minds, nakakakita sila. And so those people, according to Jesus, are actually blind. And their guilt remains. They refuse to acknowledge their spiritual need. They're proud. Mabuting tao naman ako eh. Hindi naman ako masamang tao kagaya ni, ni, ni Juan na ganyan. Okay, hindi ako marites, kagaya ni nung nasa likod namin. They can be religious, like the Pharisees, but in their hearts, they do not want God. 
They do not need God. They certainly don't want to turn over control of their lives over to God. Again, genie lang si God. Pagkailangan ko, irarab ko yung lamp. Pag, di ko siya, pag wala akong kailangan, pag happy naman ako, happy-happy, edi tabi muna natin yung lamp na yun. Those who think they see are actually dark inside. The, the blind man was those who do not see, literally and spiritually. They are spiritually blind, but they know it. And they acknowledge it in the presence of God. He knew he was lost. He was lost, but he knew he was lost. When he encountered the presence of God, he immediately put his faith in Christ and worshipped Him. So, he received forgiveness and was able now to see. The light of the world found that man. On the surface, the blind man had the biggest needs. And parang yung Pharisees, parang wala namang pangangailangan niya mga yan. They had the power, they had the position, but in truth, the Pharisees were the neediest. Just as I start to close, when we humble ourselves before God, our physical needs point us to God. When we are proud, our physical needs blind us from our need for God. Nakakalungkot. The crowds were so close. They were literally following Jesus everywhere they went. Bundok, sea, kung saan man, by foot. Can you imagine? The Bible even called them disciples. But they filled their needs with the material things of the world. Doon sila sa labas kumukuha ng pangailangan. Once Jesus claimed to be Lord, they walked away offended. They didn't want to surrender control of their lives. The Pharisees were even closer. The Pharisees, actually, the Pharisees started out good. They were the students and the guardians of the law, which should have pointed them to Christ. But they filled their needs internally naman, with pride and the need and the craving for prestige. Once Jesus claimed to be Lord, they judged Him, unwilling to lose their status in society. He was right in front of them, but they couldn't see Him. Both the crowds and the Pharisees were blinded by their needs. Again, lahat tayo may pangangailangan. But are our needs blinding us from Christ? Or are they pointing us to Christ? Some of us were severely affected by the pandemic. We're in survival mode. But when we begin to cut corners or compromise our morals para lang kumita, our, we're allowing our needs to blind us. Or maybe some of our needs are more internal. We want to be valued, which is a good need. Kaya lang our attempts to be heard or to be noticed, are creating division and strife. It's breaking relationships. Again, we're allowing our needs to blind us from Christ. The blind man, in contrast to the crowds and the Pharisees, kung isipin mo, he was the furthest from Christ. He had no capacity to follow Jesus around. He was blind and cannot read the law. Hindi niya makita si Jesus nung palapit na sa kanya. But he understood that he was lost. He understood 
that he needed a savior. Once Jesus claimed to be Lord, he knew. Ito na yung inahanap ko. Ito na yung kailangan ko. Jesus is my savior. Let's give God a hand. He humbled himself and worshiped God. The light of the world found him and he was given physical and spiritual sight. He was the one who walked away justified. God's light shines on those who acknowledge their need of Him. In closing, I just want to highlight verse 35, which says, Jesus looked for the man. You know what? The religious leaders cast him out. The Bible says, Jesus sought him out. It wasn't the man nanaganap kay Jesus. It was Jesus who looked for the man. Again, all of us have needs. But when we humble ourselves and we turn to God and Christ for deliverance and to be saved, we will discover He is standing right in front of us. He is waiting and eager to give you the miracle that you need. Okay, let's just bow our heads and close our eyes in prayer. Just allow me to pray for you and then let me just, let me lead you first in prayer and then let me pray for you. Lord, first of all, we acknowledge that there is darkness around us, but there is also darkness inside of us. Lord, around us, Lord, grabbing crisis, yung pandemic, we're still trying to recover. Um, you know, we're still talking about people who died. Um, we're still talking about the effects of the pandemic, the, the, all the anger and the division, the relational uh, breaks that happened. But Lord, we also acknowledge that inside of us, even inside our own souls, there is darkness. Lord, we're sinners needing salvation. Lord, we're too quick to try to fill our needs with external things, material things, or maybe pride and title and position. Lord, even this morning, we declare apart from you, we're nothing. Apart from you, this life is miserable. But Lord, in you, we can do all things. In you, you will fill all of our needs. In you, we find meaning and significance. In you, life is full of righteousness, peace, and joy. Lord, we cry out to you this morning as Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Rofi, our healer, and Lord, lahat na ng names mo, Lord, we're calling out this morning. Even now, if you're sick, Lord, show yourself strong on behalf of all of us this morning. If you're sick, just raise your hand. We're gonna believe God for a miraculous healing even this morning. Lord, even now, we release your healing power. Lord, we're not asking for 
a medical breakthrough. Lord, we're asking for a supernatural miracle. Lord, we release the blood of Jesus. We thank you that 2,000 years ago on the cross, not only did you die for our sins, you absorbed the 39 lashes for our sickness. So Lord, we declare that you are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Lord, instantaneous, miraculous, extraordinary healing. Lord, not only these people here, but our families who may be suffering sickness, maybe there's cancer, um, whatever else, lupus, Lord, whatever else kind of sickness represented here among our family members, we release your healing. Just quick note, I, I, I challenge you, step out in faith, lay hands on your families who have sickness. Maybe what you need is provision. Again, one of Jesus' names, we said it, is Jehovah Jireh. One is Jehovah Rofi, the Lord our healer. The other is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. Again, Lord, if you have financial needs, um, big needs, major needs, just raise your hand before God. Go to Him. Let's, we're going to ask Him right now. Lord, we know, we declare you as Jehovah Jireh. Again, we're not asking for incremental uh, provision. We're not asking for, you know, a little more here and then. Lord, we're asking you for a big financial windfall. Lord, I ask that you surprise these people. Lord, may that, so that they know, Lord, so that they know. May this miracle come from nowhere, from totally a totally unexpected source, not from the usual, you know, stuff where we get our support. Lord, may it be a supernatural, divine provision. Lord, we release it for rent. We release it for tuition. We release it for medical bills. Lord, we release it for whatever needs they may have. And Lord, finally, Lord, all of us went through relational issues during the pandemic. Still going through it. And so, Lord, we're just asking, first of all, for the humility and the spirit of forgiveness and the spirit of generosity. Lord, first upon us and then with the people that we need to be restored to. Lord, family members, friends, Lord, baka nga VG members or churchmates. Lord, let us walk and honor your name as the Prince of Peace in our lives. Lord, for no other reason. Again, not so that our needs would be met, but so that your name will be glorified in our lives. We give you, Father, all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for joining us. You can visit victory.org.ph to find a church, join a victory group, and give online. Thank you for partnering with us, discipling the city, the nation, and the world through your generosity. For more messages like this, you can subscribe to this podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.